Welcome to Listen by Jean Ginsberg. This audio experience and podcast is all about social media, digital marketing, entrepreneurship, and interviews with top entrepreneurs in the digital and social space. I am your host, Jean Ginsberg, digital marketing expert, number one best-selling author, and award-winning entrepreneur. I will be sharing with you strategies, tips, and tactics on how to grow your business and your social media following. Thanks for listening. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Very excited to be here today. We have Patrick Clausen. How are you? I'm great. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Thank you for being here. I am always excited to have people on the podcast as guests. And I like to give our audiences some context when we bring someone new on. And so, yes, I would say let's put some context about you know, your background and what you do. And I think that would be helpful to set a benchmark. Yeah, no worries. Look, I'm uh, from the grassroots up. I'm a sales and marketing guy. Um, but for the last 20, 21, 22 years, I've been driving cybersecurity companies. So I got in in the early stages of firewalling when that was kind of a new thing back in the late 90s, early 2000s. Um, built a company in that market space that was global. We sold that, and then I moved into endpoint security, which was global again. We grew that around the world, around 3,500 customers, and we sold that. Um, I then went into data end of life or data security, which is, again, completely different, built that up, um, took that out on the London AIM, and then we. Uh, my last one was dark web monitoring. Today, we're in a completely new sector, which is around API security. So lots of different aspects, but very security-oriented. Interesting. So... How did you come up with all these different ideas if they weren't even really necessarily related to each other? You know, I've been largely a guy that comes in when they need the new the new face or the new growth component. So each one of them had hit a stumbling block at some stage and they need somebody to come in to help them grow. And that's kind of what I do. So I've created a lot of market value for investors, both public and private over the last 20 years. And hopefully they still count on me. Absolutely. Um, and so w right now you're an API security. Yeah, it's a very new space. And I got into it because I was trying to figure out how I could have security around my APIs at my previous company. And when I heard about this company, which is called Resurface Labs, it really flipped some switches for me because it's very new. It's evolving. It's underprotected. Um, and very greenfield, which is exciting when you're a, a guy who likes to grow companies. It's get out there and fight and grow and see if you can create wealth. So tell me the problem that you are solving with this organization. Yeah, sure. Um, there's a lot of great little factoids out there, and I'll try to keep very few of them so they just are, are poignant. Um, starting in around 2017, 2018, APIs were exploding around the world. It's communication vehicle. And the analysts started writing about the lack of security within them, but not much was being done. And I was watching that and reading that, not fully understanding it at the time, because I didn't care as much. It wasn't my world. Um, then it impacted me and I started to care. And then I sold that company and, and one became an opportunity for me that was in that space. So high level, I think two years ago, Akamai said that 83% of all web traffic now flowed through APIs. And as of last year, only 11% of companies had done anything about protecting that data. So it's this wide open, huge amount of very, very sensitive information flowing through, built for business purposes, 
but not a lot of protection around them. And that for me presented an enormous opportunity. Last two quotes that came from Gartner. I think last year they said that illegitimate API traffic dwarfed legitimate. So that's okay, kind of a big thing. And this year they said it would be the number one attack factor within businesses. So there's a lot going on and not enough being done to protect them. And I saw that as an opportunity. Um, so you said um, API traffic now is higher than regular, like real traffic. Is that so? Yeah, the all web like traffic. It over call it now 85 almost 90 percent of it flows through apis so it's so, not bot traffic necessarily it's just no no your that. mobile apps all that is interacting all of 5g is api related um a lot of your your de desktop apps are all going through it and a lot of the company to company and inside the companies are built out apis as communication tools okay and what are some worst case scenarios? I have an API or multiple APIs. What are the things that can happen if I'm not protected? Yeah, the volumes are enormous. Um, a classic one is one of the bigger telcos and more well-known ones out of Australia. Optus just got hacked. Um, an engineer accidentally left it outside the firewall. It was found within minutes. And within that flowed a lot of incredibly sensitive client information, addresses, names, national IDs, all of that stuff that kind of goes with it that makes you massively leverageable. So that's a simple example, but all your traditional attacks are happening that would happen elsewhere are happening with inside the APIs uh, themselves. There's a giant Peloton attack, which was leveraging APIs as the way in. Um, so it's, it is a lot of what we hold and have protected legally around the world through things like GDPR and California's data privacy acts, all of that stuff protects patient information personally identifiable information. And unfortunately it's flowing through APIs and they're not really being watched right now. Okay. And so most of this data is going through APIs and is that the typical cybersecurity threats that have been occurring in the news the last several years? Well, you know, we just got done with a, a, an advisory board of some really top chief information security officers. And they said, you know what? We believe that the vast majority of these attacks have been leveraging APIs to gain access to that sensitive data, even though they not, may not be calling them API-related attacks or API security-style attacks. Um, so, yeah, I mean, look, there are another doorway in. The traditional tools that have been purchased to protect the kingdom aren't necessarily built to watch what's going on within those APIs. So it's, it's stuff happening that they have no purview over. And again, it's like a vein hanging out of your leg and you deal with it or or maybe you don't and it's a bad thing. <laughs> I hope I hope you deal with it. <laughs> yeah. um, if you don't, but that could be a big problem. Um, so what kinds of companies require API security? Is it anybody who has an API or is it, yeah, or is it only based on sensitive information? No, it, it looks so many different style of attacks can be leveraged against you utilizing poor performing APIs or APIs that have been secure. The top verticals that are jumping on it right now, kind of what you'd expect, banking and finance of the world are hugely reliant for the mobile banking apps and things like that. So they're a number one. I think the second one is healthcare for a lot of the obvious reasons. Both of them have huge regulations and corresponding fines for lack of due care. I think the third one we're seeing is high tech and high tech is obviously the telcos of the world. It's 
government and defense, um, guys like that who have leveraged APIs. And again, a lot of sensitive information and an enormous amount of, of risk. So those are the big three buckets. There's plenty of others, energy, you name it, but the big three driving it today would be right there. And how do you protect your API? I think first is understanding that your traditional kind of like firewall tools, once somebody's got through your firewall and they're executing in your environment, they're through the door. And what they're doing, you no longer have complete purview over, which is a small problem. So now that what you have to do, be able to do is deploy tools that are post-authentication, right? You get in, maybe you have two personas, one's legit and one is paid for, but it's illegitimate. You use it for bad purposes. You're still through the gate, right? It's a paid for. And it's understanding everything that's happening in terms of the, the, the uh, uh, request and response data sets. You get to see everything and what's all going on and the good, the bad, and the ugly. And then you report on it. Some of that is a future attack, which is poor performing software or bad code. And some of it is active malicious attacks that are happening right now. So it's really where you sit. And it's, it's the folks within enterprises, whether they're DevOps guys, whether they're SecOps guys, whether they're app development guys. All of them need to understand that nothing's perfect. You need to be looking at it so that you can monitor and alert accordingly. And is it typical that these API security breaches are like within organizations, like a rogue employee, or is it like a hacker that gets in through the firewall somehow? It's a little bit of both, right? So in the API security world, they categorize internal use APIs as east to west and external facing as north and south. And a lot of our CISOs, Chief Information Security Officers, are very concerned about that either purposeful or not purposeful internal traffic that creates harm and damage. And some of that is somebody stands up an internal API to make life easier for themselves, but they don't really get approval. And does that, again, leave a vein hanging out of your leg that no one knows about because it's not protected. So you have the, you have the intentional bad behavior and then the oops, I didn't really mean for that to happen, but it is still a part of that internal use case. And that's a big one. It's always accounted for something along 50% of the, the risk exposed from an organization. And so you said this is a new uh, technology or a new problem, I guess, that's been happening because in the last five years or so, APIs have grown significantly. So where you know it, it's it's almost sounds like like crypto or blockchain it's like new and we're not sure exactly what what's going to be happening in the future is that is that is that kind of how it is and then what is the future look like or at least them yeah i mean it, in many ways it is if you're a typical corporate CISO, you probably live in one of two buckets one where you're highly digitized it's a big part of your world you know it's a risk item you're budgeting for anything you may not know about now you can always get the people and for you this is okay i'm on it and then you have the other end of the spectrum which is a much more traditional business you're a so you can never get the budget you never have enough people and you're like please don't tell me if you tell me then i got to deal with it and i don't have the money or the resources right so i think 2022 is very much about businesses trying to to get to understand the quantum of their api infrastructure because they don't always know people come and go they buy companies whatever and then what their exposure is so that they can budget for the next couple of years to start getting technology on to manage that piece of their attack surface they might think they got it all managed but they're not really paying attention to that slice of the pie and now they got to close that loop 
And what would you say is the biggest challenge in the industry? Is it just that like these uh, business owners are not aware that even that this is even a problem at this point? I think it's a big part of it. Yeah. I mean, there's, there is a head in the sand, which is part of it, which isn't, I don't know. It's I just, please don't tell me because I can't deal with it. And then there's a larger, they just don't understand the, 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 the size of the problem. They don't necessarily understand how many APIs they have and what kind of traffic is going on within them and how exposed they are. So it's, this is a very educational time for a lot of dev guys or app guys or security operations guys to kind of get their arms around it. Right. This as, a, as the marketing brain turns on for me, I'm always like, oh, that's a great opportunity for educating people who don't know about this problem. <laughs> well, you're, yeah, you're, you're not wrong at all. Your, your marketing brain definitely turned on. It's how do you make people aware of the issue and what they need to be thinking about now and what they need to be thinking about, about addressing it down the road, right? So that's very much what this time frame is. Yeah, I mean, it's a little bit like the Wild West right now, it sounds like, of, of API yeah. security. Yeah. but uh, we, we refer to it as that all the time. It's the Wild West out there. Yeah, and what does a typical solution cost, I guess, if you were to say, you know, everybody with APIs, you need this. What is, are we talking about like hundreds of dollars, thousands? Yeah, look, it. one of the things we try to do when we came in is look at all the different kind of competitors out there, how they try to price it in people often overdo the pricing and they make it way too complex. And I don't think there's a single vendor you could honestly go to their website and say, hey, that looks like me, that's what I'm gonna be charged in order to protect it. It's very muddy. For us, it's just calls per month, really. That's all we care about. And every million calls has a dollar value that goes with it. And the bigger you get, that scales, so it's affordable, right? So it's it. we start out at like $18,000 a year, which really, you know, 1500 bucks a month is not a big nut for somebody who could literally get destroyed through fines. So it's that's kind of a, a basic starting point. And we've got prospects up of a, of a million dollars a year. So it's kind of anywhere in that range, depending on how important the stuff is to you. Now, right. Are there any solutions for small businesses who maybe don't have a lot of API calls, but are still wanting to be protected? You know, I don't, we really haven't seen it yet. I do think in time, that'll start to bubble up. If the big guys that have all the, the the manpower and the trained personnel haven't gone there yet, it's likely that the smaller guys aren't going there. However, I'll answer this for you in a different way. I think where they're going to get it from will be their managed security service providers, the people they contract mm. to manage their infrastructure. So they have one solution that they have across 100 customers, and that, that's a much more likely scenario. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, so at, tacking that on as an additional service, if you're like a, an IT managed yeah. service company, 100%. so that way it's all all security, all cybersecurity out there, whatever that might be. If it's yeah, gotcha. I think that that totally totally makes sense. Um, and then um, my uh, my next question was: so this seems like a, a newer type of technology or at least a newer type of problem. So what are some initiatives and projects that you guys are working on to, I guess, drive awareness, drive that the problem actually exists? Well, you know, a lot of what we've been doing have been, we've done some shows where people are showing up to get it. Um, we've also spent some time trying to do podcasts that are informational and help people mm -hmm. understand it. We've done a few webinars around the world as well. Um, and then we've had We've chosen some partners that we may have worked with at different companies that have really good exposure within the right buying type 
I just got back from the Middle East where we spent the last week, you know, focused on banking and, and, and government users, right? And very targeted partners who can introduce you to the right CISOs or buyers. And, and so you have an opportunity to educate. And we did the same thing down in, in the APAC about a month ago, and we were down in Australia about that same time. So between what we're able to do with partners here in North America, we're replicating that with partners around the world so that we can get these guys in who, who don't want to get online and be touched by a salesperson, but they will sit there and listen to uh, some sort of a value-added presentation that helps them understand what's going on. So a lot of that really right now. Absolutely. Um, and what do you think is the prediction for your industry? I mean, where do you think this is all going to flow over the next, let's say, five to 10 years? Yeah, I think over the next three to five, it really kind of takes off. And my gut tells me that API security is a function of a larger platform. I do believe other more holistic security platforms that enterprises have already bought would like to buy something like this so that it can extend that and own that functionality from their own platform, like their own single kind of pane of glass. So I think in the next five to 10, you'll see acquisitions start to take place where companies like ours will wind up being a part of a, a much larger cybersecurity platform. That's kind of my gut. Who knows? Maybe wrong, but I think I'm right. What about from like a product customer perspective? Um, it's a really good question. I think part of what we're seeing right now, and we're very focused on, which is a little bit different, there's the idea of, yeah, we need to protect our APIs, but then there's, how do I actually do that? Which is easier said than done, which means we will never be outside the customer's environment. So their data never leaves their environment. Most of the competition today has stood up in a third-party environment. So you'd have to, if you're a bank and you're the chief information security officer, you'd have to find a way in your head or legally to say, it's okay for me to send that outside the bank into a third-party database like AWS or Azure or GCP. And I think what the industry is waking up to now is, yeah, easier to deploy maybe, but not such a good business proposition because around the world, no one wants to do that within those major buyers. So it's kind of getting yourselves to understand. Um, one, I think, is how a buyer needs to buy the solution so they don't violate any data privacy laws or data residency laws or anything like that. And they're just generally doing the right thing. And then I think the industry has also grown up. We had a call earlier today with our founder and CTO, Rob Dickinson, talking about actually what is an API. There's very few definitions that are that are universal. So it's kind of getting your arms around exactly what that means so that you know the problem that you're actually trying to solve. That is actually a very good question that I probably should have asked in the beginning for our audience is what, how do you define an API? And I've looked this up on online, it's an application process interface, but to the layman, it probably means absolutely nothing. To me, it means <laughs> very little. Yeah, well, yes, correct. And then even there's layers deep inside that, right? So think of it as creating a usable tunnel between two entities, right? With, where data can flow in the most efficient way possible um, for both entities, right? Now, the argument today is, so for example, we have a, a honeypot, one honeypot, a single API under our definition. But if you ask another entity, they might say, well, there's 10 paths inside that API, so you have 10 separate APIs. So with the industry itself needs to grow up and agree upon what is that definition 
um, of an actual API other than that nice three word definition that you pulled up and everybody else pulls up and they go to Google. Think of it as a communication tool from this right. to that, right? Yeah, How so you enable data. a mobile app to interact, right? Yeah, data flowing back and forth between two entities and they could be multiple API calls, which would be like the, the, the I guess the clawing of the data from one end to the other, right? Right. And then there's endpoints and then there's paths. So there's a lot of under bits, but what is an API is I think one of the things the industry is going to have to actually put some energy into defining and then moving forward. So a customer knows exactly what they're solving for and people know what they're selling. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. I think it's very, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people in the, in the industry know what an API is, but I think to the layman or to the business person, they're like, what exactly does that mean? And why do I need to protect it? And how do I protect it? Because I don't even know what it is. <laughs> oh, why? Right. And then how? Both of those yeah. are very real questions that need to be answered. <laughs> right. Awesome. Well, this is a very uh, insightful conversation for me. I um, have been dealing with a lot of APIs lately, uh, not on our end, like privately, but with Shopify APIs. So I've become very familiar with them over time um, yeah. uh, for a product that we're building out. So have a, a little bit of knowledge about it. I'm definitely not the software developer person on that project. Um, but yeah, it sounds like there's just a lot of opportunities for marketing and, and awareness and um, getting that concept out that it actually exists and that it's a problem. So for sure, for sure can understand that piece, but um, awesome. Well, thank you so much. Last question is how can our audiences get in touch with you? Yeah, just uh, reservice.io. All of us are accessible from there, or you can do patrick.clausen at reservicelabs.com. Uh, but reservice.io for sure gives you the opportunity to Try it on your own and see what your infrastructure looks like and a lot of good supporting, you know, detail there. So that's where I go. Awesome. Thank you so much for being here. Really nice to connect and share and learn more about these API issues and security. I you know we all need security every day, right? So whatever that's APIs or not. Um, so uh, thank you so much for being here. Appreciate you having me. Thanks.